Stab Abby and Matt are on holidays, so here's some of their best bits. Renee Gracie is a driver on the rise in Australian motorsport. Enter OnlyFans. What is OnlyFans? Renee Gracie, come and join us. You may have heard about the uh, the website called OnlyFans because it made it big during lockdown mm. for a lot of people to earn money. So it's a subscription service and it is based in London now they've got the Australian version where um, content creators can earn their own money um, by fans. So maybe they could request different photos as well. Is it only just for suggestive things or is there I a think if you're paying for it, that seems to be the, the, the type. Yeah, right. There could be even fetish ones as well. Mm. Uh, one girl who was an Australian who was on there, she's been in the news a bit, was a, uh, a car racer and makes more money out of doing this stuff instead. Her name is Renee Gracie. She joins us. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> now, you have made headlines because you've got such beautiful photos, the ones that they can publish on news.com. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you're saying that you're earning more money now by releasing porn photos. Yeah, a lot more money. <laughs> Um, cars, cars is, is a hard um, blog basically to get to the top to make money. Once you're at the top, you can make a lot of money, but you do have to put in and have a lot of sponsorship and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, it is hard for anybody. And obviously being a female and stuff, I, I tried my hardest and it just wasn't really working and, you know, weighing up options and, and, and obviously, you know, having to find a, a job and a life outside of motorsport. I, um, yeah, OnlyFans came about a few years after and I, I didn't think it would be as big as what it is, to be honest. I had no idea. So many people wanted to see me naked, but turns out that they do. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I was sort of thinking, yeah, maybe I'll get like 500 fans, you know, make a little bit of money here and there. And, you know, it'll just make me a bit more comfortable than what I already was sort of thing. But, yeah, here we are. <laughs> so for those that don't, don't, don't know, like I just explained, you have how many subscribers and they need to pay a certain monthly fee? Yeah, so I have over 10,000 at the moment um, and they're all paying $9.95 US a month to be subscribed to my page. And how many photos do you have to put up for them? Um, I've got photos on my main feed. I think I've got over 400 posts, so some photos and videos and stuff, which is more stuff that I can't post on Instagram. Obviously, it'll get banned or removed. Yeah. Um, and then any other content, like your X-rated content, requires just a further tip to purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, so the subscription basically is you get to access photos that you've never seen before, and then it just allows you to purchase things further because I don't sell it anywhere else other than OnlyFans. So, yeah, people can – I've got a list of things that I do and can, can sell and that I have available. I call it my little tip menu mm-hmm. um and yeah people can purchase off that and they can purchase whatever they want when they want what what is the most um would you say intense thing you do like what would get you the most amount of money um the most amount of money is doing like boy girl stuff mm-hmm. um so i do that with my partner um and we try and do something like a, once a week i would probably say um is like an average sort of i guess film for us uh, and then we send that off and that's that's the most successful, I guess you could say, because that's what a lot of people want to see and what a lot of people will pay for. And how did you come up with the idea? Does OnlyFans reach out to you and say, hey, this might be something that you're interested in or you heard about it from a friend and thought I could give this a go? I was actually my followers on Instagram. I had lots of people telling me I should get on OnlyFans. So I think I'm quite lucky that my racing fans that stuck around once I left. um, I mean, when you think about the two industries, racing and then obviously OnlyFans and, and that sort of content, I guess the demographics sort of collide quite nicely. Mm. So 
um, a lot of my followers were following people on OnlyFans and I was getting a lot of people over a month or so saying, you know, you can create content like this girl, like you, you're hot like this or whatever they were saying and basically saying, you look like this girl, you should do an OnlyFans or they were sending me girls to basically say like you could do what she's doing. Um, and I, yeah, I thought, yeah, I probably could do that. I'm pretty much doing it now on Instagram, except I can just not get it removed every two seconds. So, yeah. um, yeah, so that's sort of where it all started. And then I, I was lucky enough to know somebody, asked her about it, looked at her page, and I'm going, oh, this is nothing. And <laughs> I was like, it's actually not that bad. So, yeah, did it. Well, unlike the um, adult film industry, it, the power is firmly in your court with this as well. You get to, you essentially your own director, you use your own partner. So there's it's it's very little risk and for a lot of reward. Yeah, 100%. I've actually had people like Pornhub and stuff reach out to me. Um, I think one not too long ago when uh, one of the stories broke that I was doing this, I, I was the most searched name on Pornhub like two weeks in a row. <laughs> right. So and none of my stuff was on there. So Pornhub were like, do you want to put some stuff on there? And they told me, you know, how much they would pay me. And I'm going, absolutely not. Like, it doesn't make any sense to do that when I can make triple that on OnlyFans. And it's more intimate. I can actually message the people and talk to them. So it, it's a great platform. I, it, it's good for anybody. I mean, if you have fans, or if you're even a fitness instructor or whatever it is, it's just a great platform to be a bit more personal with with fans or or people that you have in your corner if you're teaching something or coaching something. So you get the reward. Ask the (laughs) uh, uh, annoying um, mum thing of sending these photos to strange men, which we can only... No, I shouldn't say strange men, but sending... You know, you're getting requests. We can only imagine what they're doing with them, Renee. Um, How does your family feel about it? Have they been okay with it? Yes, they all support it. Um, my dad knows what I'm doing. I think the second or third month I started doing this, I was like, oh, my God, I'm making that much money. I should probably tell him mm-hmm. because he's going to tack on to, you know, how are you making all this money? So I actually had to tell him, um, and he supported it. I don't think he really supports what I do on it, but he yeah. encourages and supports the fact that it's setting me up for life, and he's, he's all for that. So I think he turns a blind eye to what I'm doing. He knows, but he, I don't think he tries to pay too much attention to it, yeah. but he is. He is supportive of the fact that it's, you know, it's putting me in a position that I could only dream of and he could probably only have dreamed of um, at a young age and it's, yeah, going to set me up for life. So I think he likes that fact. We are speaking to Renee Gracie. She is a superstar on OnlyFans, a subscription service. But exactly how much money does she make? by sending uh, photos to men who follow her. It is an astounding amount of money, and the figure will blow your mind. We'll reveal it next when she continues to chat with us here on B105. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Renee Gracie is a driver on the rise in Australian motorsport. Enter OnlyFans. What is OnlyFans? Renee Gracie, come and join us. She's a former V8 supercar driver turned to the website OnlyFans where she sells X-rated photos. Renee Gracie's still on with us. So you're, you're very confident and very happy in what you're doing at the moment. Um, I mean, that's great. But are, do, are you concerned that maybe down the track, and we've seen with Pornhub there's been some girls that have come out and have regretted doing this. Are you worried that in 20 years' time you're going to look back on it and go, "Mm, maybe I did give a little bit too much of myself? I don't think so. I think I'm someone who's always done whatever I wanted to do, like with racing and stuff. I feel like if I've always wanted to do something, I do it and at least I've given it a go. Um, to To be honest, this biggest thing that I've learned out of this is 
I sort of what we touched on before, just like the power that it's given me to be in control of like my own destiny sort of thing. And, you know, I, even if in the future, if I have kids or whatever, I think the main message is I've done what I've wanted to do and it's turned out to be positive no matter what it was. So I think for me, I don't really regret anything purely because of the result um, and the outcome that I've achieved from it. Sure, if I didn't get such a large result and, you know, the money that I was getting, it probably would be a bit different, but I, I can't regret this and I would do it all over again tomorrow if I had to. It sounds like money is like the main motivator of um, here, obviously. So do you yeah. mind if I ask, uh, after OnlyFans take their fees and stuff, how much money are you making each month? Um, so, for example, last month, um, after fees and everything, so, you know, after all of they took their commission, I made $200,000 US. In, in, in a month? Mu- in one month? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, in one month. Maddie's getting the page. Okay, so if anyone's got a camera, <laughs> I'm ready to go. Oh, so, wow. Right, okay, so I can understand where you're coming from because I thought it, I was actually thinking it might be about twenty thousand. Yeah, dollars. Even then, I would be going. Whoa. So you've, you, this is this is purely business for you, isn't it, Han? Like you've got a plan. Yeah. Of, yep. Right. Wow, yeah, okay. yeah, that's what I said before. You, you keep business orientated. I run it like a business. Mm-hmm. I've got, you know, a menu like McDonald's and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So it's, it's very similar. It's, it's like anything that you see, like clothing brands or anything else. You, you sort of run it the same and you're promoting yourself rather than a product, basically, or you are the product. So, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's just what I said before. It's definitely worth it and I would do it all over again if I had to. <laughs> so is that an average month or was that just a good month? No, that's an average month. I've had better months, yeah. So you can go back to <laughs> you can go back to V eight supercars and own your own racing team. Yeah, I could probably I could probably buy one tomorrow if I wanted to. <laughs> that's a lot of work. Why bother? Look where I am. Yeah, I love my V eight, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'd rather spend my money elsewhere that can can make me more and invest wisely. But yeah, yeah, the money the money is the main factor because of how good it is. <laughs> Since you've done this, you have sort of gone to spend money on yourself, like you've wanted to make improvements and there's made headlines that you've had plastic surgery as a result of it? Yep, yep, yeah, that's definitely been one thing. I just recently had a Brazilian butt lift, so something that I wanted before, all of this OnlyFans stuff, but now getting the money, it was uh, a lot more achievable because, um, yeah, I've, I've had the money and I had it spare, so I was able to do it. So, yeah, it's definitely put me in a position to be able to do things that I want to do. I think my fans love it too, and I definitely had them in mind when I was getting the surgery to improve myself. You know, the better you look, the sad as it sounds, you know, the better content you're making, the better you look, the more fans you're going to get and the more money you're going to make. So, um, yeah, it was the main consideration of why I did it once I started earning money. So it's not coming from an insecurity point of view where you always say that people are either doing porn or, you know, they're doing stripping for an insecurity. You're just doing it purely business. You want to make improvements. Yeah, pretty much. Just like anything, I guess, you improve, improve business structure and the, how the business looks, you earn more money, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of the same thing. So I've always wanted it. Um, I have never been fully happy with my body. You know, I've, ha- I've had a, a, a boob job before as well. And um, I have had small things done, Botox and fillers and all that sort of stuff. So I've worked in the gym and done my squats and stuff like that. And I could never really get the body that I wanted to get. So, yeah, that's why I decided to go with it and, and upgrade and, yeah, get more fans and, like I said, earn more money. And what do you reckon the the amount of money is you've spent on uh, improvements on your body? Me so far, just recently, my um, BBL was you know, close to twenty thousand dollars. That's just a yeah. month's work, Amy. That's... Yeah, that's a day's work. A day's work. Yeah, day's sorry, work. A day's work. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to comprehend. Yeah. What yeah. if you? What's the thing that you've spent your money on? Like, have you got into real estate? Like, what are you doing now as a twenty-five-year-old to spend all that money? Yeah. Yeah. 
No, most of it at the moment um, is I bought a house, I bought a, a property. Um, most of it's actually sitting in my bank account, to be honest. Um, I've done smart things like pay off loans and debts, obviously, that I had when I first started. Mm. So now I'm at the point now where I'm about to buy two, two, two more houses. It's hard to do it for the banks and stuff um, to give me loans because it's obviously a crazy amount of money in a short period of time. So mm. that's why it's all in my bank when I'm waiting. Um, but yeah, now I'm at the stage where it's almost been a year and I've got that much money that the banks are like, yeah, righto, we'll give you a loan. What do you write as your job description? Um, I just say that I'm a model or content creator. Um, yeah. For some other people, I'm just upfront and honest. The bank's not really, but most people I'll just say that I'm like a content creator in the adult film industry. That's what I'll say. I'll just be honest. Well, um, look, thank you for being so open and honest with it. Uh, we really appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for coming on and chatting with us. No worries. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much, hon. Good on you. There she's Renee Gracie from OnlyFans joining us here with Stav, Abby and Matt, B105. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast, B105. We trust each other, right? No. Right? Yes. Because there's something I've just been wanting to do for so long, Matt, and I think a lot of people listening to the show have made comments and want to do it, and it's talking about your beautiful big eyebrows. They're quite a feature. They're gorgeous, and mm. big eyebrows are in, but you always pluck in between your your eyebrows, and yeah. I got a new toy. Um, my husband was always like, what do you want for Mother's Day and birthday? And I couldn't really think, and then eventually I was like, you know what I've always wanted? A laser hair removal kit so I can do it at home. So it's not completely removal, remember, it's more uh, reduction. Yeah. Because apparently mm. it, it it gets rid of that hair follicle, but it grows up in another place. So eventually if you do it over time. You need to do it again. And I normally go to a centre and get it done, but then when I had kids it all changed. So I just wanted one at home and it was pretty expensive. So I, I actually get ingrown eyebrow hairs I know, when I pluck them. Which is why I want to do it. And I've started doing it at home, but I don't know if it's working as well because I'm not getting that zappity zap zap that you get when you go and get laser hair removal because no. they say it doesn't hurt. So does it sound like, I'm imagining it sounds like when a mosquito flies into no, one it, of those um, blue things. No, it's kind of like the heat, oh, yeah. especially when you're getting it in like Brazilian or something. Mm. Are you saying you want to practice your bikini line lasering on my face? No, I said you are the perfect person to test whether it's working accurately. Yes, that's what she's saying. No, I'm not. And why is that? Because of my hair you're like ratio? like a little project. I want to help you. You're like a little chia pet. The thing is, I'm, I'm not comfortable with you checking if your laser beam works on something that people look at every day, which is my head. But just in between your eyebrows. Yeah, yeah no one oh, will yeah, notice right, it Right there. in the centre. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, it works. It's not bad. You're not going to have, like, a scar or anything. Is this, um, is this a long play for what he did to your eyebrows? No. I, no, you, that, that grew back fine. It didn't grow back, and I had to back. get them tattooed, and I've tried to... It's Block people, it out. For people who don't it know... It ripped off half my eyebrow and it never grew back. It was an accident. We did a dress-up day and we had to pick costumes for each other. I dressed Abby as me and I did big stick on eyebrows and I ripped it off and it took a little bit off. So, you can test your laser beam on my chest because then I can cover it up. Okay. And I hardly take my shirt off. And the reason for that is this morning when I took it off to show everyone my hairy chest in our meeting, Siobhan, our executive producer, she threw up in her mouth and laughed. Yeah, She laughed. But that's just because she was thinking it was going to hurt. But this is just good f to see whether it works for anyone that's getting, like, an at-home laser kit. Testing I'm never going to forget the fact that you laughed when I took my clothes off, by the way. <laughs> I'm just that's... worried about you. It was a no, nervous no, no, no. laugh. No, no, yeah, nervous. Nervous of what you were looking at. Oh, maybe you were so attracted to it. That's why you laughed. You covered your real feelings. 
That's what I'm going to say. Of course. All right. So I'm taking my shirt off, mm-hmm. everyone. Straight faces. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I feel so vulnerable. Okay, so you've, you've shaved here. I've shaved one bit. So this is just... Because are, are you meant to, when you do your bikini line, you're meant to... You ready? You're meant to shave before you lazy. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, no, it was just warm. It's like a yeah, flash. Right? It's yeah. like a flash there, though. Yeah, hang on. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Oh, well, am I supposed to... Do you know, once I forgot to shave, so they gave me a little shaver kit and I had to go to the bathroom at Westfield. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. They gave you a little Bic razor, and they gave you one that you'd get, like you know those throwaway ones that you'd get at a hotel. And they're like, "Oh, do you mind going in the bathroom and like finishing that off, finishing it off?" But this, God, how far did you let it go? So this is if you got a hair right. Yeah. So you're gonna. Okay. Oh, it's quite bright. Did that sizzle? Because it should sizzle because you've got the hair. Oh, can you smell that? This is how they tested the Death Star. Oh, geez, that gets you. Yeah. Yeah. So it is working. Yeah. Siobhan just wanted to see if it worked. So if you've got, like, hair, you should shave it. That's why. You want to do me? You can take 14 and 15, but leave the rest alone. Oh, look. See, it's working. Yeah, you're burning it. Oh, that smells. Okay, well. See, and then it's going to be a reduction. We'll come back and we'll do it in six weeks' time. Now, just look after that. Don't let any sun on it, okay? Because that's when you're going to have a little bit of scarring. You're going to really love those results. You're going to have to even that up. Can I just do that? No. Yeah, just do that. One last question. Yeah, when you went just to no, stay away just from my it. eyebrow. That is burning. When you went into the um, toilet at the Westfield, did you have to? Did, how did you pick up all the hair that fell down? Because usually you're at home, you can get the Dyson out no, and sort goes that into out. Into the bowl. That's, that's went over yeah, the bowl. The bowl. You, cra- the bowl. you crouched over the bowl and did it. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. <laughs> but it was embarrassing, and I never went back to the place. <laughs> no, you never. So you did it and never went back. <laughs> well, the job was already done. She looked yeah. down. Yeah. It was like Harry Mary. Can you go to the bathroom and sort your stuff out? Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. I'm a savage. Sibling. Bite your finger. Have it. Oh, a cat right at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a savage. <laughs> Brilliant. You're right. Uh, your sister tagged you in this, did she? She did, and I don't even remember it. Um, she said she hit me with a broom over the head once, a broomstick. Mm-hmm. That explains it. And, <laughs> and then ran for her life. And I can't, I can't even remember this ever happening. Because there is a Reddit feed of people saying, what's the worst thing you did to your uh, sibling? Which I always love because growing up, my brothers used to do horrendous stuff uh, to me because I was the youngest. Mm. I just wanted to play with them. You were the wickets. I was the wickets, and they used to play with a real um, cricket ball. And they used to get me to put my hand over my eyes because they didn't want to injure my eyes. I was the dartboard and they used to play darts with my, my head. So when you were the, the wickets, yeah. you would stand at the end of the pitch with my hand face covered Yeah, they would bowl. Yeah. Wow. And then they used <laughs> to have a winding competition because I did um, taekwondo so they'd see who could wind me the most and this is where my love of lollies came in because they were like don't tell mum, don't tell mum, we'll take you and we'll, we'll go and buy some lollies. So we used to take the, the bikes, the BMXs down to wow. the telly. Daily. But there is a Reddit feed, and I just you can join in 131060. There's a little bit of a confession. What's the worst thing you ever did to your sibling? Because not all of them are physical. Okay. And on this Reddit feed, she's written, My sister is the kind of person who reads multiple um, books concurrently. I would always move all her bookmarks. Oh. I'm a savage. Yeah. Someone said, I farted on her pillow and gave her pink eye. Wow. Is that actually possible? I've only ever seen that in the movies. Yeah, I know, right? Apparently. Mm. You'd have to go bare bum to make that happen, wouldn't yeah. you? Someone said that I 
gagged my sister and tied her up under the bed and told my parents that she had run away. <laughs> they were searching for her for three hours. Wow. And I had to confess when they were calling the cops. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> what? I, um, I hit my... <laughs> That's crazy. I hit my sister in the face with a baseball bat so that she ran over my four fingers with an iron. Oh, my God. Did you... But Because the iron can only go so far, so did she trick you to get you to the iron board or were you like, fair enough, I went too far? No, no you she saved us. that up. It wasn't like straight after. It was like, hey, remember? That's bad. Had the little round things on my... Head. A girl has written that... um. <laughs> My sister took my dress, so I got back with her for photocop and by photocopying her diary of the details of her first time, printed them out and stuck them all over the house for our dad to read. Wow. Man. Savage. <laughs> you got off lucky with the broom. That's wow. sisters. Apparently sisters are the worst. Well, that's what, as you said, you know, you think it's all going to be physical, but, but women, <laughs> they've got that mental game ready to roll from an early stage of life, don't they? Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I'm a savage. Sibling. Bite your finger, have it. Oh, Throw a cat right at you. Ah. Yeah, yeah, I'm a savage. Sibling. <laughs> savage siblings. We're not just saying, uh, you know, siblings injuries because we have done that before. Mm. I'm saying savage because sometimes they can be with the mind. Mm. There's a Reddit feed that is hilarious because it's not us of the worst things that people did to their siblings. So join in, 13, 10, 60. All right, Melinda from Stafford, savage sibling. Um, yeah, I was in grade seven. Um, my parents were out of the house and my sister, who's two years older than me, tied me to a chair and gave me an undercut. Okay. What was her reasons? Oh, she was born evil. She still is evil. <laughs> wow. Are you close to her? No, I haven't spoken to her in like 10 years. No. Oh, right. That was oh, just the real, beginning. No, really? it, was, it was a lifelong torture. <laughs> this is the thing, Melinda. It's one thing to tie you down and then just snip your hair, but to give you a full undercut, undercut. that's like... A crooked one, mind you. <laughs> well, you probably because you wouldn't stay still. <laughs> <laughs> that's all premeditated. Josh out there in Bath Scrub. Uh, Savage Sibling, what you got for us? Mates, uh, I wanted to jump on the trampoline, so I got my sister to pick up a brick that was on the ground to throw at my brother who was on it, uh, who then got it in him, uh, got him on the head and caused it to bleed and helped make him hop off. <laughs> <laughs> who so got, the, as who he got was, in trouble for that, yeah. you or her? Uh, she did. So as your other brother was going to the hospital to, to get stitches, did you get on the trampoline? <laughs> Yeah, most certainly did. Yeah, right. I wanted to jump on the trampoline. So. <laughs> it worked. Wow. <laughs> scary. Uh, Rebecca and Ipswich, when have you had a savage sibling? It's hard to say. Um, so it was me and uh, my brother and I were playing outside and we had a plant called an elephant leaf plant mm -hmm. and I said if he ate it, he would grow up big and strong. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so he ate it. He was about four and he started frothing at the mouth and I accidentally <laughs> poisoned him. So my parents gave me the flogging of my life until I told him which plant I made him eat and I had to rush him to hospital. It wasn't wow. great. Oh, wow. Kimberly and Rothwell. Savage siblings. Yes, I was uh, in the back of the car with my brother and we were fighting and I grabbed the seatbelt and I hit him with the buckle in the head <laughs> and uh, split his head open. And then a couple of years later, we were doing the same thing. I got him in exactly the same spot and reopened it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 
We can laugh now. <laughs> now that you now that everyone survived. Now it was these back tales. in the day when it was just a suggestion, so you had the, the strap to be able to hear. I had a mate who was stabbed in the leg with a uh, fork by his sister. Really? They were fighting at the dinner table and she just went bang and oh. it got stuck in his thigh, like the top of his thigh. Okay. It always scares me because my brother uh, my husband breaks up fights when the kids are fighting and I'm like, what's the worst they can do? <laughs> well, we're Profit finding out, out now, yeah. <laughs> Reese and Rochdale, uh, one of you had a savage sibling. It wasn't actually me, but it was my uh, friend at the time. We were about six years old, and he told his four-year-old sister uh, to jump out of a two-story building because there's an invisible trampoline outside the window. <laughs> oh my god! And Reece. she did it. What? What happened? Um, she jumped out, uh, cracked her head open, and actually broke her arm. Oh. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Reece. So there wasn't an invisible trampoline? <laughs> oh, my God. No, I don't think there was. Uh, okay, he liked it. That's like the biggest trust ball you could possibly yes. imagine. So, Reese, did you say that he was 12? No, he was six. six. So we're two six. years older than her. Oh, I thought you said 12. I was going to say, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he needs some kind of assessment. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Boy, she's got an impressive purse. The person that always tickles my funny bone. I don't think you want any help. Melissa McCarthy. Your work is more cerebral. Super intelligence. you got to get yourself to this movie, December 17. Um, it's going to be a great one. We've got the stars of it on the air right now. Melissa McCarthy, her husband, Ben Falcone, and Bobby Cannonvale. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hi. Good morning. Before we get to the movie, you guys know that if you stay around in Australia for very much longer, that we claim you as Australian. Like, that's what works. We sort of go, oh, they're here for long enough. We're now to say that that's you're Australian. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, okay. Too. I love it. That's what I'm hoping. I'm working on, like, some of my pronunciations. I'm really... I'm I'm hoping that uh, I'll get some official badge or crest to wear. Well, I believe I'm already a domestic partner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already official. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, that was a good accent yeah. as well. Yeah. Have you noticed that in Australia we love to swear? And if we swear at you, it's because we that means we're comfortable enough with you and we actually, in fact, really like you. Oh. Hey, I learned one last night I hadn't heard before. It's truth. Oh, Struth. Struth is like, Pretty oh, sh- shivers, like, oh, oh Struth. Yeah, yeah. It's a deep cut, isn't it? <laughs> oh. Struth is a deep cut. You don't hear it a lot. Yeah, it's an older one. It's it's from the, the olden days. To be fair, yeah. we don't really get cut with anything, I don't think. Nah. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I uh, love the movie, um, and I, I the one thing I appreciated about the film is people think I'm crazy because when I ask my Google or my Alexa to do something, <laughs> like if I say, Google, can you turn on the lights, please, and it does it, then I say, thank you very much, Google. Uh, so when the uprising happens, I'll be on the they'll, – they'll think I'm polite and nice and not kill me. <laughs> you may last longer yeah. than the average person. <laughs> I yeah. can't for sure say you're going to be in the clear. I actually do the same thing. I know. I say thank you, too. I say thank you as well. I guess I do. My daughter, actually, she's only eight, and this was like when she was six. She was like, Google does everything that we ask it to, doesn't it, Dad? And I said, yes. And she goes, well, technically, that makes Google our slave. And I was like, oh, jeepers, creepers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, James Gordon. Uh, James Gordon plays the voice of the um, super intelligent computer. Did you pick a British voice because it sounds more intelligent that way? He just has. He, I. We were thinking about if someone was going to be delivering somewhat scary news, maybe life threatening, and then you were still somewhat charmed by it. What would that voice be? And I think we were all just like, I think it's James Gordon. Like truly, he's there's such a 
likable quality to him that even if he was like, I may destroy you or enslave you, you're like, oh, but he's still thinking of me. Like, there's something, there's a weird quality to his voice that is just lovely. Um, now, you guys uh, work a lot together. Obviously, um, Melissa and Ben, you're married, so uh, that's something where you work on projects together. But in your group of friends, if you ever do a movie together and someone doesn't get invited, do you get the phone call that's like, guys, why aren't I part of the party? Not yet. I mean, but I mean, Bobby's done all the last ones, so I wonder what would happen. We've if done we four together yeah, with Bobby. Would you be yeah, cut, Bob, we, if they didn't? Uh, if you the next movie, if they're like, "How are you going to sit this one out?" Yeah, you know, it's funny. I don't want. I want to be able to say, "Oh, I don't think about it much," but I think about it all the time. <laughs> 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 How do I? <laughs> Well, you know, it's like that FOMO of when your friends do go somewhere and you're like, I just didn't happen to be there for the invite at the time. But there's nothing sinister to it. But you've got to think about that in friendship sometimes. Unless there's definitely something going on. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I wondered because Ben posted a photo saying that, you know, Melissa obviously looks at um, Bobby in a way that she never looks at me, but that's okay because I love him more as well. So I was like, well, maybe that's just a diffuse, you know, that something's going on. We're in an open relationship. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Uh... Yeah. Bobby's married to Ben. I'm married to Ben, but I'm also married to Rose. Rose is married to him. It, it, it makes sense on paper. I'll Rose you. is less interested in the three of us than than we are in yeah. the, the yeah. She's less interested in the rest. Yeah. Who said? Who said? <laughs> I was trying to gesture to everybody. Hey, what are you doing? You got real like gropy, and I'm sorry. So you'll get to see this video online. It's a cheeky boo brush in front of everyone. Yeah. It's all right, they're married. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For the record, I did not make contact. <laughs> uh, guys, really great to have you on this morning. We appreciate your time. Thanks, Thanks you guys. Stop, I'll be in my- B105.